You're listening to the Dean's Dissertation, the Cleveland Sports Review and beyond with your host, Greg Brinda. Hi, everybody. Greg Brinda with another edition of the Dean's Dissertation. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And let me tell you something. I am (laughs) pleasantly surprised, shocked. Um, Probably I could put a few more adjectives to it as to where we are today. And where we are today is that the Cavaliers are in the NBA Finals for the fourth consecutive year. That they are in the NBA Finals for the fourth consecutive year against the Golden State Warriors. Now, I'm not sure how much the nation or the national media appreciates all this. I think they all like Golden State. They look at that as a dominant team. The last time I checked, though, the Warriors have only beaten the Cavaliers two out of three. It's not like they've swept them. And if we go back to the first time they met three years ago, Cavaliers had a different coach. They had two of their star players, two of the big three out with injuries, Kyrie Irving with a busted kneecap and Kevin Love, who literally had his shoulder ripped out of his arm, his socket. They did not play, yet the Cavaliers, uh, or should I say LeBron James and Matthew Della Vadova, gave uh, the Golden State Warriors all they could handle. Seems so long ago. The championship in 2016 seems so long ago. Remember that? That was two summers ago, folks. Not last summer, but two summers ago. For some of you, it might have been like yesterday. For me, I don't know. It just, it seems like it was a long, long, long time ago. And here we are with a chance for yet another for a chance to tie this series up at two, ga- at two series apiece. Now, the experts, the Vegas odds makers, I guess they know, uh, are not giving the Cavaliers much of a chance. In fact, they're really not giving the Cavaliers any chance at all. Before the series starts, the line has come down a wee bit when it started. It was literally, if you wanted to win $1,000 betting on the Golden State Warriors, you had to lay down $10,000. That's crazy, man. You're going to lay down ten grand to win one grand. Well, that's come down a bit as the series approaches. Let me just say this. This is a team that still, as we begin the NBA Finals, is still a team of mystery. You really have no idea what's going to happen game to game. Well, well, let me let me take that back. Okay? Sorry, I made a mistake here. Let me take that back. 99% of the time we know what's going to happen. We know that LeBron James is going to be downright filthy good. Triple double level maybe. 35 points? Yeah. 40 points? Yeah, good possibility. 10 assists, yeah, pretty close to. Double figures and rebounds, absolutely. That's what we know. We don't know anything about the other guys. We really don't. We don't know who's going to show up on a given night. We don't know who's going to be on, off, taken out of their game, not have any game, have a great game, be one of uh, LeBron James' partners in victory. Folks, The series is beginning, and literally, we don't know anything game to game. It really doesn't matter when you hear this podcast, 
because nothing will change until the fourth game. And hopefully you will have listened to this podcast by game number four, because at that point, the series could be over. There are a lot of people who think that the Golden State Warriors are going to sweep our Cleveland Cavaliers. They might be right, but I wouldn't bet on it. What's going to happen? Well, folks, let me just say something. Um, I mean, if you break this down, if you look at it analytically, if you look at the matchups, if you look at their roster and the Cavs roster, it's pretty clear the Golden State Warriors have the advantage. They got great players. I don't need to name them. You know them. Kevin Durant, Raymond Green, Curry. Um, I mean, they're, they're all there. We know who the Cavaliers are. Those guys literally come to play every game. Do they play hard for 48 minutes? No. We saw the Houston Rockets take them to seven games. I thought that was incredible in itself. And quite honestly, I think the Houston Rockets had a really, 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 really good chance of advancing had they not gone stone cold on their home floor in game seven and missing a record. And to di- folks, I got to tell you, I still can't believe it. I watched it in horror when they missed 27 straight three-point attempts. 27 straight three-point attempts. That's crazy. It really is. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue about whether James Harden deserves the MVP. Again, it was regular season. The votes are in. He, in all likelihood, will be the MVP. And LeBron James is going to finish second. That's when they do the voting. It's their rules. It's their league. They can do whatever they do. But let's face it, folks. We know the story. We know what's going on. We know that um, LeBron James is the man. We saw it all through the playoffs. The reason the Cavaliers are playing the Golden State Warriors for the fourth straight time is because of LeBron James. Oh, he had to have help in four of the games against the Boston Celtics in which the Cavs won to advance. I'm not going to take away any uh, I'm not going to take away anything from his teammates. LeBron James after game 7 made sure really made sure in his comments to the nation afterwards that This is a team game that his teammates counted for something, and they did. Let's be honest, as great as LeBron James was in the postseason, as great as LeBron James was against the Boston Celtics, the Cavaliers would not be facing the Golden State Warriors if he did not have help from his teammates. Pure and simple bottom line. We all know that. Somebody or a few people had to come through. But I go back to what I stated earlier. We just have no idea, none, zero, from a game-to-game basis, who's going to show up. Now, I guess in a weird, sick way, that's kind of fun to not know what Cavaliers team is going to show up from game-to-game. Good guys, bad guys, good nights, bad nights. And of that, you take the pieces parts and you analyze who's playing well and who's not playing well. I will say this after watching Golden State in the postseason, and I know they're good and I'm not going to take anything away from them because it would be really stupid on my part to 
you know, diss the Golden State Warriors. I know some of you like to do it. Well, I think that's blatantly stupid. I, I do feel they can be had. Yeah, I do feel the Cavaliers really could take this series. But it'll take a monumental effort on the part of the Cavaliers. It will take a lot of help consistently from LeBron's teammates. Can he get that on a consistent basis? Well, here's the answer right now. He hasn't so far. So for those of you who are really, really optimistic and are going, oh, come on, Greg, the Cavs, Cavs are going to win this series. I, I really think so. They might. But if the Cavaliers are going to win this series, folks, it's going to depend on something that we really haven't seen all season long. It's going to depend on his teammates, the, the Jeff Greens of the world, the Jordan Clarksons of the world, the Kevin Loves of the world, who, who will be able to play who come to play the Larry Nance Juniors of the world, the George Hills of the world, the Tristan Thompsons of the world, the J.R. Smiths of the world, coming to play in a more consistent form than we have seen so far. Now I ask you, what chain of events or what miracle is going to happen that's going to make all that happen because we haven't seen it yet in the postseason we really really haven't you got to be honest with yourself folks you got to be true to yourself when you look at this and go well I believe this will happen or I believe that will happen you got to have something that will back it up you really do and so far we really don't have that evidence we just got to hope and pray that in this seven-game series, four times, the Cavaliers have enough. And in those four games, something goes awry with the Golden State Warriors. Is that a possibility? Sure. Absolutely. Is it a probability? Probably not. But you got to play the games. And you're going to play at least four. And I think the Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors are going to play more than that. You know, here we are. It's the end of a long road that started literally almost 12 months ago when the Cavaliers traded Kyrie Irving to get it all started for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder and that, oh, that draft pick. All right. And then crazy things started to happen um, you know, they played, we, we, we didn't really see Isaiah Thomas other than for a brief time. And, you know, now we know that his hip was still hurting him. And on draft day, maybe the wackiest thing ever, the Cavaliers traded half their team. We saw that. We saw Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade, who were acquired before the season even began, sent packing. I mean, that's just crazy. We saw Kevin Love um, dealing with panic attacks. We see Ty Lue taking leave of absence now with anxiety. We see J.R. Smith throwing a bowl of soup at an assistant coach. And then, of course, the Kardashian thing. So you've had all of these things happen. And then you take on Indiana in the first round of the postseason, a five and a four, 
and you barely get out alive. What were we thinking when we were watching those seven games? We were all thinking, well, well, let's back that up. LeBron James most recently revealed that there were times before the trading deadline that he didn't even think the Cavaliers were going to even make the postseason. Imagine that. Think about that. LeBron James is sitting there going, you know what? I'm just going to make the best of it. But I don't know if we have enough talent to make the postseason. You know what, folks? That is almost incomprehensible. It really is. LeBron James sitting there going, in my fourth year back with the Cavaliers, in my 11th season with the Cavaliers, heck, we might not make the playoffs. That, to me, is astonishing. It is astounding that that thought would even enter his mind. But it did. But the Cavs, well, they soldiered on. They played well. They played poorly. They got hurt. They did not have enough time to really learn each other. And then all of a sudden, you got the start of the postseason, and you might have one of the worst matchups possible for the Cavaliers in the first round, and that being the Indiana Pacers. And somehow, through the magic of LeBron and four games where he got some help from his teammates, the Cavaliers managed to survive the Indiana Pacers. And when I say survive, I mean survive. Barely. And then it was on to Toronto. Toronto had the best league in the regular season. They had 159 games. And everybody was saying, well, this is their time. If they can't beat the Cavaliers now, they'll never be able to beat the Cavaliers. Well, It cost Dwayne Casey his job because not only did the Cavaliers beat the Toronto Raptors, they swept them. They stole game one and it was curtains after that. And you know what, folks? They probably will never be able to beat the Cavaliers. Well, with LeBron there. And then it was on to Boston who lost Kyrie for the season again, having to have his kneecap fixed again. And, well, we were there on the opening night when Gordon Hayward played about five seconds, tore up his knee, and was out for the year. Yet that young Celtics team with a lot of young, really, really, really good players took the Cavaliers to the brink, took them to seven games. And it made LeBron James and his mates have to win on an opposing floor. Think about it, folks. The Cavaliers only had home court advantage in that very first round. And probably had they not had the home court advantage in the first round, we might not be here sitting talking about the Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Seriously. They didn't have home court advantage against the Toronto Raptors. And, well, guess what? It really didn't matter. And it seemed like The Boston Celtics were invincible at home until that game seven, when for the first time, the Cavaliers did the Celtics in, and they had to. So here we are, the fourth in a series of great matchups, chapter four, as we call it, the Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. 
The NBA experts are saying this is one of the greatest mismatches or maybe the biggest mismatch in the history of the NBA Finals. How in the world is, you know, ABC going to, you know, get attract viewers? Well, yeah, yeah, you got LeBron James. So the question is, and we go back to what we have talked about all season long. And I know, and I know it sounds like a broken record, folks. And I, and I get it. But the broken record happens to be reality. The inconsistency of this basketball team and whether or not it can be somewhat consistent to beat the Golden State Warriors. Well, let me just put it very, very succinctly. If the Cavaliers are to have any chance, and I mean any chance of beating the Golden State Warriors, the Cavaliers have to be more consistent. LeBron, well, LeBron will be there. He'll be there every night with 30-plus, 10 rebounds, and close to 10 assists every game. You know, he's been averaging a triple-double in the, in literally a literally a triple-double in the postseason. And he averages a triple-double against the Golden State Warriors. I mean, the, 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 the numbers are crazy. Crazy. You know, <laughs> against the Golden State Warriors, think about this. LeBron James is averaging almost 33 points, 12.2 rebounds, and 9.2 assists, just against the Golden State Warriors. So LeBron's going to be there. Now, can he get his teammates there each and every game? He needs that, folks. Yeah, there might be one real stinker game. I get it. Heck, the Golden State Warriors actually played a stinker game a year ago in game four, which at least, you know, preserved the series for at least one more game. And then it all ended. But can Tristan Thompson be there every night? Can George Hill be there every night? Can J.R. Smith be there every night? Can Kevin Love draw a break and stay healthy? And can maybe take advantage of, you know, Andrew Iguodala not being in a lineup now for at least a little bit? Who knows? If, if all those guys and still some of those bench players, Larry Nance Jr. and, you know, Jordan Clarkson, it's going to be a short, it's going to be a short bench. It has to be. If they can just be there every night for LeBron James, then they have a chance. They really do. But we don't know that. You know, logic says that that's probably not going to happen because it hasn't happened. Why would it happen now? Why would it happen against the perceived best team in the NBA? What all of a sudden? After all these games, after three playoff series, and as we, you know, do this in the early part of June, the Cavaliers are just going to be now all of a sudden consistent? Well, folks, they just have to be. It's the end of the story. Bottom line, they have to be consistent. If they're not consistent, the Cavaliers are absolutely not going to be able to win this thing. So that's where we are, folks. We are heading for game one, two, three, and four. And the question is, can the Cavaliers get it done? Now, normally I use my head and go, you know what? I kind of analyze these things and I'm not persuaded by emotion. I'm not persuaded by homerism. I look at things black and white and decide, you know, how I, how I deal with it on that basis alone. But you know what? I just have this gut feeling 
that maybe, just maybe, we'll see the Cavaliers pull this off in seven. I just got a hunch. Maybe I'm right. And if I'm wrong, well, so what? Then the experts are proven right. They have the Golden State winner, uh, Golden State Warriors winning in four or five games, and I get it. But we'll see what happens. Maybe, just maybe, his teammates come through consistently each and every night. And if that happens, they'll make a game of it. The Warriors look not as invincible as they have looked in the past. They're aching a little bit. They take quarters off. We almost saw the Houston Rockets get to them. But the Houston Rockets, unfortunately, had their own issues. Should be a great series. And for one, you know, I'm glad they're back in the finals. It beats not being in the finals. So we'll see what happens, and we'll see if the Cavaliers can get it done. That's another edition of the Dean's Dissertation. Hope to be talking to you about a Cavalier championship and a parade the next time we talk. Subscribe, rate, and return for more with the Dean 